welcome to Beaver Traps, a damn good podcast, bringing you inside the world of OSU admissions and providing you with a behind-the-scenes look at what goes on in Beaver Nation. I'm Corey Kimmel, pronouns are she, her, hers, and I am the regional admissions advisor for the Portland metro area. And I'm Delta Lee. My pronouns are they, them, theirs, and I am one of our Southern California regional admissions advisors. Welcome to the show today. So today we are talking about all things undergraduate research, when you can start, what you can do, some cool things that have happened. We got you covered in this episode. But before we get to that, we are going to share another dramatic reading of a major that I think is pretty interesting, um, and I don't think a lot of folks know about it. So I'm going to jump right on in with our reading for the major of Bioresource Research at OSU. Bioresource Research, or BRR, is an interdisciplinary biosciences major centered around research aimed at understanding and protecting the planet's biological resources and exploring their novel and sustainable uses. Y'all, BRR students complete a comprehensive mentored research experience in a cutting edge area of agricultural, biological, chemical, environmental, food, or health science. BRR faculty research mentors come from across OSU, as well as from extension stations in state and federal agencies. Each student's upper division curriculum is individualized based on choice of option and research project. Whoa, woo, what a description. I want to hear you try to say extension stations 10 times fast. <laughs> extension stations, extension stations, bioresource research, resource <laughs> research. Nice job, Del. Um, I think that's, it is a really cool major that not a lot of students know about, um, but this major is not the only way to get into research at OSU. We have over 200 research labs on campus and 12 different research experiment stations across the state of Oregon. Joining us today is Stephanie Ramos. We are really excited to have you here. Welcome to the pod. Uh, Stephanie, will you just introduce yourself to our listeners, please? Hi, Corey. Thanks so much for having me here. My name is Stephanie Ramos, she, her. Indeed, I'm the Associate Director for Undergraduate Research at Oregon State, and I also oversee the Office of URSA, which stands for Undergraduate Research Scholarship in the Arts. I was also the previous STEM Leaders Coordinator and just so the folks on the, uh, that are listening know who I am, uh, I was a community college transfer student that was able to engage in undergraduate research, which changed my life. And so now I get to give back and help other students engage in a meaningful way here at OSU. I've been on campus since 2014 and have had an amazing opportunity to be able to connect with students and get them involved across the university to navigate higher education and just make connections. And also I'm just here when academic and non-academic issues come up. So, yeah. All around resource. Stephanie, thank you so much for being here today. I didn't know you did undergraduate research. I definitely want to dive into that too, but I want to start also with just what your office does. Um, so undergraduate research, scholarships in the arts. Can you break down a little bit about what that means and, and what kind of resources are available to students there? 
Yeah, so this is a great question, Delta. So the Office of URSA provides a range of resources to ensure that students can engage meaningfully in undergraduate research experiences. Um, and so we encourage high quality, effective mentoring by providing professional development opportunities to graduate students, postdocs, and faculty, those who mentor undergrads in research. And in doing so, we encourage mentors to maintain a genuine interest in their students and research to support students holistically. So our office hosts the URSA Engage program. This is a program where early career students, those in their first year, second year, or in their first year of transfer can receive a stipend to begin research projects with a faculty mentor. Our goal is to kind of help students get involved in research, present their work. We host workshops that, you know, cover how to get involved and what it is and what you're signing up for and just really how to make the most of these opportunities. We also oversee the two campus-wide research symposiums. So students are looking to present their work that happens in the spring and summer. So we do quite a bit. <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> um, with that symposium, just off the top of your head, do you have like a favorite research project or something that's really stood out to you that you've seen? Thanks for that question, Corey. This is a fantastic question. So I've worked with over 500 students here at OSU, seeing quite a number of students present their work. Um, and they're all doing great things. It makes it so difficult to choose, you know, even one. But if I had to think back, there was one student that I remember was interested in going to medical school, was doing potentially biochemistry and biophysics as their major. And they also were interested in music. So they, in addition to their science curriculum, were producing a CD. <laughs> It, with the faculty in the music department. And I just thought that was super cool because the student not only was following their passion for medical school and getting involved in physical science research, but also had this artistic side and wanted to record this music about their life journey. And so that one really stood out to me when I think back. But there's, we have a whole team of office ambassadors who have participated in undergraduate research and have presented. So I also just want to reference them and, you know, if folks have questions about what it looks like from a student perspective, I know they're going to do such a better job than I can describing their work. I love that though, a CD, what kind of, what genre was it, if you could put it in a genre? I know we're beyond boundaries here, but. Yeah, um, Reese was doing work, uh, I want to say it was a, like just a mixture of everything. There was some light rock in there. He also played the guitar, so it was musically inclined. Um, there wasn't like one specific thing. I think the most impactful thing was that it was about his journey in life. Oh my gosh, I love that, especially because a lot of the students I talked to are looking at the same kind of hard science majors, like the pre-med, the engineering, that kind of stuff, but then they come up to me and they maybe like scuttle away from their parents at the table and say, I'm also interested in art or I'm also interested in music, you know, so it's really cool to hear that students are, are putting, you know, the artistic passion at the forefront of what they're doing also with, with research and, and some stuff. That's very cool. Yeah, I appreciate you sharing that. Just so students know, it is not just about sciences. Creative projects are research projects. And so there are ways to get involved with that. I love that. And then one more follow-up question. I'm also curious about, you mentioned mentorship engagement, and I never really thought about that within your office. So can you talk a bit more about kind of how you, I guess, like reach out to mentors and how they stay engaged and a bit more about that relationship? 
Yeah. So as I mentioned earlier, I'm a, a product of undergraduate research and know firsthand ways in which meaningful relationship can open doors of opportunity for students, particularly those that may be uh, minoritized or from underrepresented groups. So I encourage students to engage in undergraduate research because of mentorship. So when I think about mentorship, you know, there's different ways for students to get involved. For instance, students can reach out directly to faculty and make those connections themselves, maybe from a class, maybe from going to an event. For the STEM leaders program that operates a little bit differently, students would submit lists of faculty that were they were interested in working with, and we would help make that connection for them if they didn't you know, feel confident in reaching out directly or didn't want to be turned down. And it also allows the student to not have to experience that if they, you know, would just need that additional help. And so I think that the ways in which students get involved with their mentors and that mentoring piece really depends on that kind of initial interaction. And so in working with students, it's also, you know, how do you engage in that meeting? And, you know, what are you looking for? Because you might really love this research but is that mentor going to be a great fit? And so I oftentimes compare this to students for relationships, like you're not getting married per se, but this is someone who can open a door for you. And so you want to think about, is this a good fit for you? Will you be able to want to work with them? Will you know, how long will this last? How much time can you contribute? And so being honest about those questions, I think helps facilitate that mentorship relationship. I love the idea of having that mentorship in research. I I'm also a product of undergraduate research. I did some in my undergrad here at OSU, so I definitely understand, you know, how important it is not just for OSU or Oregon or the U.S., but the world as a whole, because you really are looking for answers that no one else knows. So kind of, you know, just with that, why would you encourage a student to do research and how could that affect their college experience? Yes, I I will put a caveat. I I think I encourage research and I also encourage other opportunities that students can become involved in and I'll mention a few, but to answer your question, you know, I think, and going back to faculty mentors help build confidence, develop problem solving skills, define or refine career interests. In addition to those connections that might be useful for graduate school, postgraduate school, employment, And so students shouldn't be discouraged by any means if they're not able to participate in undergraduate research. My overall advice is to make connections with faculty and staff, to get involved, go to office hours. Like I mentioned, high impact practices that are on campus include getting involved in student orgs. There's over 400 at OSU, study abroad, internships, and service learning and volunteering. So I think going back to your question is students, there's so many benefits for students and there's just so much opportunity. So I I like to be on the kind of edge of you should do it. And if you don't, don't be discouraged because you, there's so many ways to get involved here at OSU. That really resonates with me because I started my like research time as part of a class and then I volunteered for just a summer. So that was all I did. And it wasn't something I did, you know, three or four years in my undergrad but it, it did give me a lot of those skills. So I just really wanted to emphasize exactly what you just said, because I think it was, that's exactly what I felt during my time at OSU. And I think a lot of students think, and parents, right? A lot of students and parents think that research is something for seniors or for postgraduates, right? Or juniors later in their experience. But you mentioned that this is an early career program. 
So can you talk a bit more about how students start and when they start and how they kind of get involved? Yeah, so this is a great question. So specifically for URSA and GAGE and STEM leaders, those programs are designed to be early career. And so I do want to say for those parents and students that are listening, um, it is definitely a myth that undergraduate research is only for senior level students, although there, again, you may not have known or been able to get involved or when you did get involved, like Corey did, you may not have done it for a long time, which are all still great experiences. And so just to highlight, students can begin undergraduate research at any point in their college career, and some even do it in their K-12 studies. I would just say most undergraduate students get started in one or two ways in undergraduate research. One is through an organized program, which is like I mentioned, STEM leaders or URSA, or independently where you can, you know, take the reins and email faculty yourselves. So programs that are structured like ours usually last 10 to 15 weeks. There are many others that come with monetary awards. The students can get paid to do this. You can also volunteer. It's kind of like that try it before you buy it. If you don't like it, that's also okay. Independent projects can begin at any time a student decides they want to connect with the professor. And I think the discussions about projects and timelines usually are between the professor and the student. And also just want to highlight, you don't have to do research in your area. And I also think that that's a myth. Like I'm a math major. I can only do math research. Like, you know, math shows up in all disciplines, numbers show up in all disciplines. So you can really be cross-disciplinary. So yeah, I'm just thinking about those. uh, When you mentioned URSA Engage, it is the only program of its kind that's for early career. But I, again, there's over like 20 or 30 programs that do undergraduate research at OSU. And so they really start at different times. It just depends on where a student is at. So if a student has questions, I would definitely encourage them to just reach out so that we can kind of, you know, help them find what best suits them. If they are reaching out, do you have an email address or a website that they could uh, connect with? Yes, we do. So we actually have um, virtual and in-person advising hours that are on Mondays and Tuesdays from 1 to 2.50 in Waldo Hall. Um, We have an eCampus student who's on the line during that time. So that's awesome. And then our students in person. And again, those hours are just set to where students can come in and connect. If a student cannot make that, if they email officeofursa at oregonstate.edu, we are happy to schedule appointments. And oftentimes I recommend that to students because your situations, each student situation is so unique and the information that we can provide to a student one-on-one is going to look different than the general advice we give to all students. And so really here to to help. We also have social media, uh, URSA OSU. And so students that are, you know, maybe more inclined to reach out via social media or messenger so many ways to, to reach out. I think the, the biggest piece of advice I have for students is that they do reach out um, and that, you know, how to build that confidence is another question, but reaching out even when you don't know, you know, we can connect you to almost any place on campus. Um, and I, I just think that's something that our office really brings to this university. Thank you. That is a lot of ways to get in contact with you. So I I love that. All the options, especially something I want to kind of mention or at least address, you know, now that we are all back on campus and still in the midst of a pandemic, you know, can you maybe talk just a little bit about how students are staying engaged in this research and staying safe um, while they're in labs and participating in those projects? Yeah, this is a fantastic 
question, Corey. And I would just want to give a big thank you to our university for putting measures in place during COVID that really focus on protecting our students and faculty. So during COVID this over the past years, most mentors moved their research to an online format so that undergraduates taking classes virtually could still participate. This allowed for undergraduate research to continue at OSU. So even with the reopening of in-person teaching, a number of students still prefer to conduct research this way. I think specifically about our eCampus and our Cascade students, which is beneficial for those who are looking to connect with Corvallis-based faculty. So OSU follows CDC's guidelines of safety inside buildings with other people. So students participating in on-campus research are informed by their departments about safety protocols. In addition, all professors have research safety plans to keep folks as safe as possible. So, you know, I think if there are concerns about that, that students should feel peace of mind and knowing that the university is doing its part to keep everyone safe. And also that there's a lot of support, it sounds like, right? They have their mentors, they have your office, they have, you know, other students who are going through the process as well to make sure that they're getting their needs met and also feeling heard throughout everything that is happening right now. I think being heard is one of the most important things. So. But Stephanie, I want to wrap back around to your research as a math major. Were you actually a math major? No, I use that as an example. So I actually, (laughs) (laughs) my background is in chemistry. So a little bit about myself. I was previously a nursing major and I was accepted to nursing school as a community college student. And I did undergraduate research one summer through a bridge program in Texas and From that experience, within the first week, I changed my major to chemistry. It really did change my life. So I ended up coming to Oregon State, and I have my master's in chemistry at Oregon State. And during this process of doing undergraduate research, starting as a student in, you know, my first year at community college to being the associate director of undergraduate research at OSU, I've really come full circle in terms of knowing what my experience is and how I experienced what I want to teach students, what I want students to leave with once they've, you know, engaged with some form of high impact practice, but also just sharing the things that I didn't learn. And so, you know, that maybe I learned the hard way. So I do really take, you know, pride. This this is a, a job, but also my passion, because again, I know that research can change lives, but I also know that sometimes it's not research. Sometimes it's the mentorship. Sometimes it's the relationships. And so that is my hope for all students at OSU, that they can make those connections um, to connect with faculty. And just to share about what my research was, I was purifying natural products. So it was natural product synthesis. So taking a plant and extracting, you know, different parts of it to be used for biomedical research. And so it was more of an analytical-driven research in terms of the equipment that was used. But yeah, that's (laughs) that's what I did. Very cool. Very cool. I love those passions that kind of completely change your life where, you know, this one research experience, right, kind of like sent you off into your career and passion now. Wow. I love that. I think that part really resonated with me too, just because when I went to office hours, the faculty and the professors, they want you to be excited about what they're excited about. So I think that really does come through with research, especially when you're in the lab with that faculty member. It's all really exciting and there's just so much passion. So again, just wanted to echo that sentiment because I definitely can relate to that. Yeah, I appreciate you sharing that, Corey. I also, I want to add to what you said because I think there's the excitement about the research. And I think what I hear as a common theme from faculty is that they just want to see students that are excited 
right? They want motivated students and you can be, and I tell this to students that I meet with all the time, there isn't anything that you can't do. You just have to show up and ask questions. And if you run out of work to do, your next step should be asking, how can I help? Where can I contribute? Um, and I often think that sometimes students don't think about that or remember that and they just sit around or they are they feel like I'm not contributing. Why am I here? And they end up exiting. And so if students can continue that passion with faculty or just anyone that they're working with, you know, I think that's where the opportunities really flourish. Absolutely. I love that. And the in the area of leaning in and asking more questions. <laughs> Well, Stephanie, thank you so much for being here today. Um, we really appreciate the wealth of knowledge that you shared, and I hope the students are taking advantage of the litany of ways that they can reach out and get involved. But before you go, can we can we get a go, Beeves? Of course. Thank you so much for having me, Corey and Delta. And with that, go Beeves. <laughs> <laughs>